is the JFJ Conspiracy, where the shop talk is rough. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy. How are you guys doing this week? We're rocking full, as always. Rocking. Very good. Uh, we had our uh, special Record Store Day uh, episode last week, and we got some positive feedback, a lot of views on YouTube. We really appreciate all that. And I know, Jim, out of uh, over 124, 25 views, you were 100 of them, but that's okay. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't stop watching myself. <laughs> Well, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It came out pretty good. I think uh, we're heading in the right direction. But um, yeah, this week we're going to get back to our regular format. Um, each of us have three band or one band each, three songs we're going to present, and we'll talk about them, kind of critique the uh, bands because these are three very different bands we're going to be listening to, and uh, we'll, we'll check that out, and then we'll go to Led Zeppelin Four. Man, and what is that? The uh, old man with the sticks, right? The old, old man, man with the with bag the of sticks. sticks, Frank. Yep, the old man with the bag of sticks. <laughs> the sticks are heavy too. You can tell he's he's slunched over. That was a tough album to uh, pick a favorite on. I'll go off right off the top with that because uh, that that album's loaded. It is mm. loaded. It is it very good. At all. Very it's good loaded, album. but it wasn't hard for me at all, guys. Yeah. Now, not to put anybody on the spot, but did anybody buy a record on Record Store Day? No. <sighs> okay. And I had, uh, too, too much going on over the weekend with family and everything uh, else. I, I feel did, bad, but I couldn't make it out. I did hear that the uh, Ben Stiller album is available over at Rhino Records, so once I get some uh, time, I'm going to go get Capital Punishment by Ben Stiller. And, and I don't know if you guys noticed on YouTube, we did have one person give us a comment, and apparently there was a band in Fresno who was a pretty, a pretty big following in fresno in 1979 called capital punishment and the Hardcore person who band. left the comment says we uh ben stiller should be sued so go really for yeah heavy yeah. that's heavy so if it's you, all it's all about who gets that copyright he for, should be sued so for doing starsky and hutch actually <laughs> <laughs> guys i'm just sorry you didn't like that he's movie no, huh? he's no paul michael glazer no uh, no i'm sorry guys. who is who is yeah exactly <laughs> all right well let's move forward here um Let's start off with Jerry. Uh, you've got quite an interesting take this week, and uh, why don't you tell us about the band? It's a band called Chieft, C-H-I-E-F-E-D, and they're out of Eugene, Oregon. And it's like a reggae, ska. Uh, they released an EP in November of, 19, of 17, 2017, obviously. And the thing that got me right off the bat, they followed that with their tour called Crackin' a Cold One Tour. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta love it yeah. it's a little five song ep um great music it's a trio they're 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 cousins you got brett lane on vocals and guitar you got dakota burgeons on percussion and casey case on bass and it's just uh their great motto name. is the, <laughs> oh isn't it though and their motto casey is case throw, on bass uh, casey case on bass um throwing down filthy slabs of tunes for the beautiful people for the beautiful guys, people. I love that. I love that. Uh, it, it's a little five-song EP. I, I like it. It's they're influenced by Sublime and, and uh, Stones and Chili Peppers and Steel Pulse. Um, I, when I first listened to it, you, you get that same old vibe, like you know, here's another reggae band. But 
I, I listened to it further, and, and guys, you know me with, especially with the Telecaster guitar solo. This little EP has got three or four songs with just a nice little drift away guitar solo in it, and then they come back, and it's you know full of f bombs and uh, <laughs> you know Mary Jane references. But you know they're called Chiefed, and I just come to find out. I was telling Frank earlier, Jim, Chiefed means uh, you're bogarting. You know, <laughs> bogarting that spleef. Now, my day it was called bogarting. Don't bogart. Don't bogart. Well, now it's like cheap. Yeah, you're cheaping. Don't cheap. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, it's, I, I've listened to it a couple times today and, and last week, and, and they're really good. Uh, they're out of Eugene, Oregon again, and um, I'd like to see them. My, my daughter's up in Portland, and uh, it would be great to mix in a visit with seeing this band perform live. They're not doing anything currently. They were just at the Moby Dick Bar. Uh this past weekend and uh you know it's it's just a good reggae band i like it and i like it and every time they just drift off into a solo i like that even more cool so yeah thumbs up for chiefed and this song's called no strings Mm. all right let's give it a listen solo in that tune but believe me people go get the ep that it's is, good stuff that's a catchy song and it is i think we picked that one because it didn't have a lot of f-bombs in it and uh i, I think you're right <laughs> it was a little more along our our line of uh family friendly music exactly exactly but i love i love the vocalist yeah i thought he had a really oh, yeah. good uh good tone about himself so it's good stuff yeah. i like it good what do you think jim um so this was my favorite cut off the EP. Um, I liked it because it had a lot more of a ska feel to it than uh, kind of straight up reggae. It had a little little speedier vibe to it. Um, I think the EP is uh, very well produced. Uh, the level of musicianship is very good. Uh, not my cup of tea. Um, not not a if you love Sublime and if you love uh, Chili Peppers, if you kind of dig that um, kind of vibe, if you like that kind of 311 stoner rock, 
you know, it's probably probably right up your alley. Uh, not my thing, but uh, if it is, if that you enjoy that, I mean, this it's very well done for what it is. Mm. Yeah, I liked I, I liked the recording. Uh, like I say, the production is spot on. A vocalist, nice and clear. Not a lot of yelling, no distortion, that type of thing. And, and oh, the right. guitar tone was great. Oh, it's oh, awesome. Yeah. Absolutely great. I Absolutely great. I, I thought the other songs were, were fairly catchy as well. I, I really like this. This is actually my favorite also. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more like you, Jim. I, I'm not one to throw on a bunch of reggae. I don't own a single Bob Marley album. Uh, I think I've got him on a compilation or two. Uh, because it came with the album, but it's not something I go shop for. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's uh, it it's it it fits right for what it has it's, its meant place. to be. Yeah, it, it caught me a couple times today. You know, it has its place, and and you got to be in that groove for sure to listen to it. Yeah, but absolutely. yeah, I got into the groove and I liked it. Good. But it is, you know, it is rated E. You know, it's got the red E on a couple mm-hmm. songs. So uh, be careful, folks. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've got a lot of ska in my collection. You know, yes, especially you do, like too. a lot of a uh, lot of two tone ska. So um, I generally kind of like, you know, the genre as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, lyrically, just not my thing. Yeah. Well, mine is, my, my ska uh, exposure is no doubt, and that's it. And so, um, matter of fact, I don't think Dude, I, you're missing out. Oh, well, let me tell you, I've got, <laughs> I've got their first couple albums, and I have never listened to them all the way through. You know, it's just they're pretty hyper stuff. So not, not, not my cup of tea. So... Anyways. We'll have to, we'll have to get you some specials and some English beat and there some selector and <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, moving on from that, let's take a little left turn and uh, I'm going to present a band called uh, Five Mile Smile, and uh, these guys are from uh, Northern Bel- Belfast, Ireland, Ireland, and, Ireland. Uh, they uh, got together in 2000 as a three piece, and. Uh, played a lot of gigs and stuff in Ireland and, and had some exposure there and uh, played for three years before they called it a day and mm. kind of went kind of went their own way. I guess the band did what it could, and that was it. And then uh, on Facebook in um, 2014, a couple of the guys saw each other on Facebook and reconnected, and they put the band back together. So right now they're a two-piece, but... Um, the song that I've got for you is uh, called "Brawlin' in Belfast," and it's I like that one. It's it's a garage rock kind of sound, and uh, mm-hmm. let me play a little bit for you, and uh, you tell me what you think.
that's brawling in Belfast from Five Mile rockin'. Smile. These rockin'. guys, yeah, they're a fairly hard rocking band, I think. So um, they have uh, got some work to do on their vocal production, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I like their energy. I think, Lots of energy. Yeah, yeah and I, I really enjoyed listening to their stuff. They've got some music on Bandcamp, and um, they've got a Facebook page, Five Mile Smile. You guys should definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. What would you think, Jerry? I liked it. I like it a lot. You're right. It's just good old-fashioned rock and roll. Um, it, it, yeah, it seems like he's trying very hard to be heard. Mm-hmm. So uh, agreeing to your vocal point, um, but I like it. It's just to me, it's it's good old fashioned rock and roll. You know, they're they're in it to win it. They like what they're doing. It sounds like, and I I just can imagine it being in a bar in Belfast when those guys come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, yeah. forget it. You know, later, get my huh? kilt get my kilt out of the laundry. <laughs> so actually, that's Scotland. I take that, that would back. be Scottish. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. When oh, I, yeah, but I like it. Frank. It's you might get stuff. beat up. I was gonna where, say yeah, you know, you know, right. Any hate Ireland. mail should go to Jerry Oberg, O B E R G, JFJ Show. He's the second Gmail. J. Com. Yeah, that's why I'm the second J. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What'd you think, Jim? Uh, I liked it. Um, it was uh, surprising. Really, I didn't know what to expect, and uh, when I heard it, I was like, "Wow, this is this has got some punch to it." Um, I like the arrangement. I love the gang vocal in the uh, in the chorus mm-hmm. there. I thought that was a, a little bit of genius. Yep. Um, I, I'd throw this in my uh, I'd throw this in my Spotify mix. Absolutely. Very good. Yeah. That is Five Mile Smile. Check them out, guys. Yep. All good right, stuff. Jim. What do you got for us? Okay, I have a band called City Kings. They're a three-piece out of Chino, California. Um, they've got one EP out. Um, they didn't give us a lot of info in their bio, but uh, guys uh, kind of in their mid twenties, and uh, they gig out fairly regularly uh, locally here. So they said they've done like twenty five shows over the last two years. So they play out a couple times a month, mm-hmm. which is uh, very consistent. And um, you know, for a local band, I think to try to play more than a couple times a month is probably <laughs> a little tough. Yeah. Um, so uh, let, let's let's go ahead and hear them. All right, and this is Crash.
go. Good stuff, Jim. Um, yeah, so maybe what we uh, didn't point out at the beginning of the show, so these are bands that reached out to us. Right. And asked us, we didn't pick these bands, but they're bands that reached out to us and said, hey, we'd like you to give our music a listen and review it. Um, so City Kings, I uh, thought thought the arrangement was really good. Um, the plane is, is pretty solid. Uh, I thought it ha- is hooky enough that, uh, you know, it's something I would listen to. Not wild about the mix. That, that's, um, that's what I was didn't, didn't care for the, didn't care for the way it was engineered. I think I think the production overall. I mean, as far as the arrangement, and I think the songwriting is solid. I think uh, if I had one criticism, it'd be I didn't didn't really care for the mix. I thought the vocals were maybe a little, let's say, dry, if that's the right word. But um, well, I'm gonna go the exact opposite, careful. Jim. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you what. Listening to them, the the vocals sound like they're in a in a sing sing sang into a coffee can they had so much reverb on i mean almost like the singer doesn't have enough confidence in his abilities he's got a good voice and you don't need it to be that wet in in a mix oh you thought it was too wet oh okay. yeah yeah he was he was echoing big time over here so hmm. uh give it go back give it a listen put 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 headphones on and give it a listen and you'll see what i'm talking about um it doesn't match with today's music as far as the mix of the vocals um but that's me I, like i said i listened to everything from an engineer standpoint and uh that would be the first thing i would do is fix so that maybe that was it but I, I agree with you when you said it sounded like he was singing into a coffee can so yeah. maybe maybe it's just mixed wrong or whatever or maybe that's what it is. maybe it's a little too much reverb I, I think so a lot of times when when you know, a, a singer is just not confident enough in his vocals. Maybe there's a few notes he's trying to hide, the higher notes or whatever. You throw enough reverb on there, and it covers it up. I'm not saying that's what happened with this guy, but um, they, they need to bring the reverb down, bring his vocals up a little bit, uh, a little more prominent in the mix, and, and less effects. And I think hmm. they've they've got a good thing going with that song though, because it had a it had good guitars and everything ringing out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even sure that's. Um of the songs I listened to, I'm not even sure that's my favorite one. That was the one they kind of sent us as their. My my other criticism would be sort of pick, but yeah. um, out of the three songs, and again, these are bands that sent their music to us. Um, they're all MP3 format. I had to crank that one all the way up, and when I have to do that, that tells you that when it was mixed, it wasn't mixed hot enough, and and that that's just a recording issue that they'll figure that out because if they put that out on cd it's not going to be very consistent with what's out on the market today mm. so, yeah they didn't include any info as far as um who did the production on it mm. so um well maybe that's why <laughs> well well no but I'm, I'm thinking if if they if it's a diy project mm-hmm. you know i would tell them uh get a, get a good uh get a good um somebody to come in and produce somebody who's objective mm-hmm Who's uh, who's going to be honest with you, and, and find somebody who can really engineer? But I think other than that, I think the songs are good. Oh yeah, you know? oh, it's cra- solid stuff. It's good song craftsmanship. It is solid stuff. Yeah. I'd like to hear them live. I'm, so I'm yeah. thinking, you know, when they're playing because they're local here, I sneak out and see them one night. Very nice. Let's yeah. do it together. Yeah, let's do it together if we can. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, the best way. I'm sure the wives will let us all three go together somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's right. Work. Listen sure. to live music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Oh, I, I have no enemies. <laughs> um, what I would like to do, if we have bands in the future that, that send us stuff to critique or whatever, I would like to get a little bit more into how it was recorded. Was it done via uh, Pro Tools, um, you know, Audacity? However they're doing it, I, I like to know that information because uh, you you can really tell a lot about a, how it's mixed and, and maybe offer a little bit of input. Um, it's not always, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear what you have to say when it comes to how they mix their sound, but... I have a lot to say. That's all there is to it. Well, as a, well, I mean, as a a DIY musician, (laughs) right. I mean, so you you judge everything according to what you can do in your own studio. I think. Right. And, uh, you know, what's, what's the one they have on Mac? Is that, is that garage band or whatever? And garage. So anybody can plug in and use garage band. Yeah. You can make an excellent product with garage band. That's for sure. So, and the best thing to do, for anybody out there who's recording their own music is get one of your favorite CDs and take one track and record it right onto GarageBand or Pro Tools or whatever and use that as your marker for for levels. If you like the way the bass is just straight up the middle, if you like it, you know, guitars pan hard left hand, hard right, you'll hear that on a mix that you really like and then you can follow suit. Um, And not rip them off. I'm just saying... But you can get a blueprint. Get an idea. You can yeah. gauge your. You know, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about ripping off in, in the next segment. But that's right. <laughs> story. Right. All right. Shots fired. <laughs> that, <laughs> at Jimmy Page. Over, over the bow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we are uh, talking about City Kings right now. You guys are doing a good job. Good song. And I hope to hear some more from you. And, um, yeah, send us some information on where you're going to be playing next. And uh, we'll maybe the conspiracy will visit you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we can you know we can throw it up on the uh, on the Facebook page as well. Absolutely, that's great. Because I'm not going to be making it to Ireland anytime soon. I'm pretty sure, so no. I won't or be able Scotland. to see or Scotland. Sorry, that <laughs> Either one. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are a band or a musician and you've got some music you'd like us to critique and, and you don't think we're being dicks about it, um, you can uh, send it to us at jfjshow at gmail dot com. Uh, what we ask for is an MP3, a short bio, any photos you might want to share, and of course your written consent that we can use your music on our podcast. Indeed. Okay, and that's jfjshow at gmail dot com. All right, uh, you guys want to get into this? Of course, maybe let's the, do it. Is that that album with the old guy with the bag of sticks, the Frank? Old guy with the bag of sticks, arguably, <laughs> maybe one of the best hard rock albums of our time. I'd say. I'd I think say. you I like could it. certainly make that argument. Right. Absolutely. Oh, so we have to argue about it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna argue. Yeah. I don't we think all, I don't think we need to argue, but we, if we somebody wanted eight, to argue. We were just eight, we were just eight when one. it came out. Yeah, we were just eight when we came out. So yeah, that that's amazing. When you go back, that album came out what nineteen seventy one. Seventy one. And yeah. and when you listen I, to it today. Uh, and I'm going to just say this before we, you know, we normally talk about this. This album holds up. This album Absolutely. holds up all these start, years later, production-wise, um, yep. quality of songs. And uh, this was difficult to pick a favorite. And I put it up on Facebook today, and I had three or four friends say uh, they love Misty Mountain Hop. Yeah. Um, and that was going to be my pick until I uh, went back and listened. Again. It changes every time I listen. But... Um, this is this is an album. There's only a couple songs on there that I like. Eh, you know, 
It's not great, but I was not a Led Zeppelin fan as a kid. I didn't get into them. Oh, let me stop right there. We are in no way in any kind of arrangement with Carl's Jr. Okay, now, with that being said, (laughs) last episode... Uh, one of Shame- our viewers, shameless uh, product placement. Yes, there. one of our one of our viewers sent me a message and said he was in the mood for a famous star after watching our <laughs> podcast. I didn't know why. Can you use the words famous star? Do we have to go back and edit oh, that. Oh well, there'll be a bleep where that goes. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, I was not a big fan of Zeppelin as a kid. I didn't get into them oh. until my teenage years. Uh, didn't really, get, especially the first two or three albums because they weren't rock and roll to me. I mean, I didn't They had a lot of, uh, you know, uh, look at Jim. Jim thinks Led Zeppelin two is a masterpiece, but Mm. well, you, and you play an album that gets kind of held up as sort of the kind of prototype hard rock. Well, well, you have to understand early beginnings of heavy metal, even, even though they Zeppelin weren't particularly a metal band. Well, you have to understand. I, I was weaned on black Sabbath. So I was into power chords and, you know, things like that. That was you know, my first hard rock album, heavy metal, was Black Sabbath Volume 4. Wow. Now, you listen to that and wear that thing out, and then you go listen to a Led mm-hmm. Zeppelin record, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, posers. Somebody was rocking more here. Yeah, somebody yeah. was rocking more. <laughs> Did not appreciate Led Zeppelin until <laughs> yeah. the later years. I uh, like I like riff, riffy, riff-heavy yeah. rock. You, and he's yeah. sloppy, and he's riffy. Yeah, that's that's Jimmy Page. But... That being said, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just. I didn't get into it till till later years, and uh, nor I. Nor I. Yeah. And, and forget the one song that's on there that everybody talks about. Um, not interested mm. in. Don't say it. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That's my least favorite too, Frank. Yeah, that is my least favorite least song. Favorite on the really? album. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm. I'm. Oh, oh yeah. I'm saturated with it. Yeah. But if it comes on, I'll do the Air Jam guitar gym. You know, when it gets to the good rock and roll. Oh yeah, no. but, I, I like you know. Four Sticks. That today at at of uh, this particular time, Four Sticks is my favorite song. Do on love album. Four Sticks. Yep. Yeah. And see, uh, Four Sticks. Four Sticks probably one of my least favorites. Well, songs you know what I like? You talk about riffs. <coughs> they play the same riff over and over and over, and then they go to a chorus. But there's no change. You go, then they go right back to it, and but they're good riffs. They stick with you. You know. But my issue has always been Robert Plant and the way he sang because he mumbled half. I didn't know half the lyrics. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know because of the way he sang. Yeah. But you dug the way he sang because his voice sounded good. Fit yeah. the song. Yeah, it fit the vibe. Yeah, yeah. okay, absolutely. But that's enough about me and Led Zeppelin. I'll, I'll let you Led Zeppelin lovers go ahead and take. Over. <laughs> you want to go first, Jerry, or you want me uh, to go? Yeah, yeah my I'm uh, same as Frank, uh, Jim. Uh, w- I, my rock and roll experience is from my older brother. He's six years older. So when this comes out, I'm, what, eight, nine? So he's 15, 16, 14, 15. And my first experience with Led Zeppelin was Houses of the Holy. I remember the yeah, album yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. Well, you like the naked was, kids, huh? No, but I thought that was weird. <laughs> I said, you know, it is a weird, am, I, like, am weird. I allowed to look at this while yeah. I get in trouble? Right. Is, is this like Playboy? I right. hope I don't get in trouble. But I do remember the songs, and, and I also got it. I, I remember hearing Sabbath from my brother also, the Beatles' White Album. So, yeah, my first thing with Led Zeppelin that I really got into myself would probably be Custard Pie. I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Physical Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Where, where I literally, went, yeah, where I went there and bought it myself mm-hmm. and put it on the turntable and listened to it myself. That was my first experience getting into Zeppelin by, on my own. That was probably my first album I bought. 
But uh, yeah, as far as uh, Zeppelin IV, uh, to me, to this day, is the Battle of Evermore. Mm-hmm. is my favorite song. It, it holds up, and of course, God bless Sandy Denny, the, the only other person I think on the planet <laughs> to share vocals with Robert Plant on a Zeppelin album. Is that true? It should so. be. I don't know. But it's That's a great the, bit of trivia if it is the, true. Yeah. No, but the intro, the mandolin, the mm-hmm. just, oh, Battle of Evermore is my favorite by far. I also like Four Sticks, Frank, mm-hmm. but my least favorite is their most famous one, and yeah. it's just... Well, it's overplayed. That's why. It, it, yeah, so you just get saturated. I remember KLOS or KMET back in the day, Top 100, whatever, 4th of July weekend, Memorial Day weekend. It was always number one. Yeah. Well, so it, many years straight, and I just thought, so, somebody knock them off. It, it's funny because you know how you always say, if you, you were on a rollers, desert island, you know, if you were on a desert island, what album would you pick? And I would always skip over Led Zeppelin Four because of that one song. <laughs> yeah, because it'd you be know. on there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm done. Uh-uh, I'm done. <laughs> Jim? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the odd man out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, Where'd Jerry go? I don't know. There he is. There he is. Are you picking your nose or something there, Jerry? I'm in a famous star. Ah, okay. So uh, there you go. <laughs> turn off the camera, take a bite, put it down. That's it. Juicy burger. Well, this one's good. different. That's for sure, folks. Okay. Uh, so love the album. you know. Mm-hmm. And I went back and listened to it again today, mm-hmm. earlier. And um, favorite song on the album, I have to say, is rock and roll. Yeah. Good song. Mm-hmm. And and I'll, I'll tell you why. It, it just means a lot to me because when I started playing bass, that was one of the very first songs I learned how to play. And so to this day, it's still, maybe it's a little bit of nostalgia or whatever, but uh, I song. love that song. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I always remember, I, I don't know how many times I went and saw the song remains the same mm-hmm. at midnight, oh, you know. And that's the opening song when they get to the actual concert scene, yeah. and they're filming kind of from behind the band. Right. And, and and when Bonzo finishes up that intro, all the lights come up, you know, and uh, the band's just up there just boogieing, and you, you see a faces out there, okay. and uh, the old days, yeah. you know, so it kind of strikes an emotional chord. Very good. Um, so that would be that would be like my favorite song on the album, but uh, I like more of the kind of kick butt stuff on there i like uh i love black dog mm-hmm. no black dog's great no. uh and again, i am a, i am a stairway to heaven fan and uh i know <laughs> and here's it and, and you know what's funny is uh a lot of people say a lot of people say like oh you know it's so played out and it is it totally and, is. and i think for um you know can i, I kind of asked my kid today <laughs> I, I told him, listen to Zeppelin 4, and I want you to get back to me before mm-hmm. I do the podcast tonight, and I want to I hear what you think of it. And uh, so I said, what do you think of it? And he said, well, what do you think of it? Mm-hmm. He goes, because it has, it has your generation's Smells Like Teen Spirit on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's an interesting take, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop that You're quote good. right in the middle you of the like podcast tonight. Nugget, huh? uh, yeah, so, um, hey, yeah. The thing is, is that song was so groundbreaking yeah. at the time, yeah. Because because it switched tempos, mm-hmm. and mm. that just blew everybody's mind when they heard that. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't change tempo, and you start at four four, and you crank all the way through, right? right? And whatever that pace is, you don't stop, right. right? And so the idea that you would, you know, start out acoustically and then pick up the speed and then you know drop back down was just unheard of. Right? It was unheard of. 
Yeah. I mean, well, now it's now it's something everybody does, but it's a result of that song. Well, it was heard of on an album years prior, but that's another story for another time. Oh, uh, so. there goes Frank. <laughs> there he goes. That guy lost that lawsuit. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. So did you know, So did the people get versus OJ? But you know, what are you gonna do? Hey, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, so uh, I'm 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 not a hater, but I understand. Um, why people are tired of it i mean it, it's it, it it's, is a, it's so played out it's a classic it's so song but and yeah. don't ever play that intro riff at guitar center right never, guys don't, never don't no, ever no. don't ever sit down there okay yeah they'll they'll take the stool from you and uh, <laughs> and we, we can't have that yeah. misty nope. mountain high still love it mm-hmm. you know i could remember hearing that song on the radio as a kid uh, yeah. uh when the levee cal- breaks See now, I don't really care for when a levy breaks. When the I'm going to tell you what's really oh, interesting that, about that, that. and, and it's I told you guys, uh, or, or I, I think I posted something up on the Facebook page about long songs mm-hmm. I, because I'm a, I love tight three minute pop songs, right? And when you stray past three minutes, I become a little suspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's like. You can't say it in three minutes, you know. Shouldn't be said. Huh? It's not worth saying. Shouldn't yeah. be said, and that's that's a seven-minute song, <laughs> right? And so I put it on today, and I watched the whole intro is roughly a minute and a half. How much do you want to bet our friends from Chief <laughs> love Led Zeppelin? I bet they do because I love Led, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin. Were our era stoner music guys, whether you yep. like it or not. Yep. You know, because you who didn't have the black light posters and all that kind of stuff. Or have an mm-hmm. older brother or somebody My and sit there and, and throw on yep. Zeppelin and and listen to Jimmy Page mm-hmm. play that guitar. See, I always I always thought Black Sabbath was much more stoner rock because it had that kind of slow plodding, uh, heavy kind of thing going. <laughs> you can't no. you can't be too stoned to listen to Sabbath though. To me, it's, I think well the you got to have your faculties together because it's it's, it's, it's scary. so well done. I think it's scary. Yeah, yeah, it's just well Give done. Give you nightmares. It up. Yeah. Um, that too. Yeah, I think I remember hearing War Pigs when I was like eight or nine years old, and it <laughs> scared the bejesus out of me. Just the, yeah, just just the like, title. Just what the title. is this? I don't yeah. even want to listen to it. Look what it says the title is, Mom. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> the, the drums on Led Zeppelin 4, and all, all the early albums, but Led Zeppelin 4 is where you really finally heard... John Bonham just pounding the heck out of those drums, mm-hmm. and I, I don't remember. I read it on Wikipedia, but I don't. There was also, I guess, they recorded a couple of those tunes that ended up on uh, Physical Graffiti that were meant for Led Zeppelin Four, and yeah. a lot of Led Zeppelin Four. When you listen to it, you listen to those repetitive riffs and everything else. It sounds a lot like Physical Graffiti. There's a lot oh. of a lot of tunes on there that are interchangeable almost. Well, yeah. you know, when I heard Battle of Evermore, when I listened to that today, I thought this yeah. would have been. Maybe a little more comfortable on Zeppelin mm-hmm. three. Could have been, yeah, yeah. Um, but they, yeah. I kind of tried to find some evidence that that was a leftover track, and I didn't find yeah. anything. They wrote that four four, so wrote it, stole it, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the other thing about uh, when the levee breaks that I wanted to mention uh, that drum sound mm-hmm. on the very beginning is just so yeah. stinking massive. Yeah, yeah, it is huge. Right, which may be that- part of the appeal. So. It's that uh, interestingly, yeah. my son's least favorite song because he said that that song could have been about three minutes shorter and it mm-hmm. would have been fine. Yeah, it just goes on too long. Well, I think but, they wrote uh, a lot of music for for their concert venues. You know that that's live live stuff's always longer and jam, you can jam and everything else. And, and yeah. 
That's what it well, I think it's for. a product of its time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, now, as far as Led Zeppelin goes, is that your favorite Led Zeppelin album? Uh, I, I don't think I would say that I have a favorite Zeppelin album. You know, Jerry mentioned Physical Graffiti, which is kind of held up as their Absolutely. masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really, if I had to pick a least favorite Zeppelin album, it'd probably be three. But there, there's really not a Zeppelin album that that I don't love. In through the outdoor, Coda, really? Uh, oh well, okay. Coda, yeah. I, I <laughs> really. I don't really look at Coda as a Zeppelin album. I mean, it kind of came out after the fact. It was yeah. leftovers. It was, it they was... found the tape on the floor and put it together because that thing. Yeah, is, our drummer yeah. died. What happened? Yeah. Oh, let's find those scraps. I didn't. Um, that. Into the Outdoor actually um, better than I initially thought it was when it first came out. I was a little lukewarm on it, but over same time, here, Jim. Over time, it's grown on me. It's a little too keyboard heavy for me. Well, yeah, I was going to say, for me, that was the beginning of Robert Plant thinking he's going to go do the Honey Drippers because it had (laughs) that kind of sap to it. (laughs) Didn't didn't care for In Through the Outdoor at all. It was heavy keyboard, heavy keyboard. Well, interestingly, um, I remember a quote when the album came out, um, or maybe maybe sometime after, it was an interview with John Paul Jones, and he said, well, the only reason we did In Through the Outdoor was I had gotten a new keyboard and fell in love with mm-hmm. it. And I, I remember reading that. I think he ended up writing a lot of the songs. I mean, they didn't go back to check, but it, it kind of makes sense because it's very keyboardy. And, yeah. Uh, which was a little, for a guy who's a guitar freak like I am, that's, you know, yeah. a little uh, tough to swallow. An album we haven't mentioned, we, we talked about, you know, uh, Presence is one of my favorite albums. Really? And, and it's not a very long album. And, no. But... That album rocks, man. There, there's a lot of good tunes on that album. That, yes, you yes know, it does. That's one of those, those records you can put on on any particular part, any groove, and you're going to hear some sounds that you've heard before, and you like it. It's just good uh-huh. music. I remember so. listening to that maybe my senior year, and uh, T for One, mm-hmm. straight, straight up uh, blues tune. And I remember listening to that, and I, I would get up and put the needle back on, and I'd probably <laughs> listen to it over and over again. I don't remember how many times, and just thinking, forget hard rock, man. I want to I want to start a blues band. Blues band, yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's funny. laughs> I love it. I was like, for, forget all that, you know? Forget yeah. the heavy metal and whatever else, man. I, I just want to be in a traditional blues band. Of course, I didn't. But, of course, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so, Jim, does that album hold up? Uh, I think it does. I mean, as, as an album, I, I think it's great. Yep. Absolutely. I think every track is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing, nothing on there I don't really like. What about you, Jerry? Uh, to me, guys, what I like about four is um, when you guys talk about polish and production and and smoothness and this and that. If I, to me, that 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 different you know production value and stuff like that. If you play Led Zeppelin one and you play four. To me, the first thing that pops into my mind is production value. Mm-hmm. A little more slick, a little more polished. And now I get what you guys mean. To me, that's what it means to me. If you listen to Zep 1 and Zep 4, 4 is way more polished, way more they're into their own. They're feeling it. They know what they do in the studio. They know what they're doing. So uh, to me, all Zeppelin albums hold up. You know, Again, Coda is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more Zep after the fact. Right. So we all buy it and listen to it. But no, to me... Every Led Zeppelin album holds up to this day. To this day, yeah. There's no, I'll tell yeah. you what I absolutely love about Zeppelin, and uh, I'm I'm like you, Frank. I mean, I heard Zeppelin for the first time, uh, I think, in the sixth grade, 
And the only reason I ever heard any Led Zeppelin in, in the sixth grade was Mark Newman, mm-hmm. who was Todd's older brother. Who, ah, right. You know, he, he turned us on to Kiss. He turned us on to Zeppelin, uh, Foghat. I, I don't remember. Oh, Foghat. And, and Todd, Todd would go steal all of his eight tracks and, mm-hmm. and play them. And yeah. it'd be like, what the heck is this? But I didn't, really didn't get into them until, um, until probably like my sophomore year in high school when mm-hmm. I really fell in love with them. And I think it's one of the things looking back now is you realize that um, those guys made music for themselves. Right. And, and to me, they were just kind of head and shoulders above what everybody else was doing because they weren't worried about getting airplay. They didn't care. You know, they would go in and do a song like, um, you know, Achilles' Last Stand. Mm-hmm. You know, not a radio song. They no. weren't a radio-friendly band. No, no, they whatsoever. weren't. And, and I don't think they cared. I think they made music to please themselves. Right. You know, versus the Eagles, who I think had to write <laughs> for... Uh, every time, every time a record came out, they had to worry about how, how do we get on the radio, you know? And yeah. it, it, no, when, no, you're, when you're making music for the masses, it's it becomes... Well, that, that's usually the downfall of a lot of bands is when we need that hit, need that hit, and then they try to recreate something they did before. Shall I start naming off all the bands I no, hate? No, we, 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 we're limited on time, and that can go on forever. Get him, Jim. Get him. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, that I, I just enjoy going back and listening to that album. I really did. Like I said, I, same here. I uh, did, and I even went back and listened to some of the stuff Jimmy Page put out, the extra bonus stuff um, he put out when he remastered. He did. So, there's no lyrics to most of it. It's just his music over the same songs and, and different versions of it or whatever. Uh, doesn't add anything to the original classic album whatsoever. And uh, you got to really be a fan to want to buy that stuff. And yeah. um, you know, I don't know how the how it went with sales on those, but. It is what it is, you know. They're, they they got to milk that cow as much as possible. That's it. Well, I'm not I'm not that hardcore, and I think the originals. I, I think they're beautiful the way they are. Very good. You know? Same here. Yeah. Well, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and I'm picking the next album. And, it is um, your turn. I think what we're gonna do is nothing too surprising, uh, but I've been look, listening to a lot of Aerosmith lately, so. Uh, my favorite Aerosmith album is Rocks. Ah. So we're going to go back and we're going to check out Aerosmith Rocks on the next JFJ Conspiracy. What do you Beautiful. guys think? Okay. Um, I like it. Far, far and away, my best Aeros- favorite Aerosmith album. Yeah. Right there. yeah. Can't go bad with that, Frank. Yeah. Well, nope. you know, they, that was to me, you know, one of the last ones that I, I really was passionate about with Aerosmith. Because then they turned into one of those bands that always had that next have had that next hit we were just talking right. about, and um, as as big as they got afterwards when on their big comeback, yeah, never did it for me. That's for sure. I liked a couple tunes after the comeback, but you're right, Frank. The mid '70s Aerosmith was just huge, yeah. huge. And I don't yeah. want to talk too much on it, but I as a kid, again, this album came out in '75, '76, whenever it was. Right. You know, had the five diamonds on it, and I always thought that was one for each of the band members, you know. And the album was Aerosmith Rocks. And part of me said, hey, those are diamonds. Those are rocks. Those are rocks. Yeah. And then 20 years later, now oh, wait a minute, dummy, Aerosmith Rocks. 
You know, it did just depend on how you say the say the album. <laughs> you didn't get the connection. Never got, the, dude. I, I, I never. I? I just thought that's five rocks. Okay, I get it. Yeah, rocks. So, I don't know. <laughs> anyways, well, uh, I know Jim, you got something you want to say about small business record stores? Was that was that what you were? Uh, uh, not not small business record stores, but that too. Okay. Um, you know, people like to complain about why is there no good music on the radio? Uh, that's right. And um, the answer is because radio is terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I love the fact. So here's some guys that sent some music to us. I would just want to encourage everybody to support local music. Mm-hmm. You know, it, um, find something you like and, and buy it from them. Or if you can, go to a record store and buy it. Because then you're not only supporting the band, you're supporting an independent record store. Right. You know, and and search out the music that you love. You know, you're not going to find it on the radio anymore. It's no, that's a good point. That is a medium that is very long good point. Gone. Yeah, and long support gone. local music. Go out and go go when those bands come to town. Go see them live. Buy their merchandise. There you go. You know, keep keep good music. Give these bands a chance that uh, that are really struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, if they have a YouTube channel, subscribe to it. If they, uh, um. You know, buy their stuff off Bandcamp, wherever you can get it. You know, su- support local music and and support the underdogs. Well, and, and along with that, like I said, I always talk about Reverb Nation. Um, I discover more music on that website than anywhere else, and, and it's a shameless plug for them. But you can get on that website and you can search your neighborhood, you can search your state, you can search your country. It doesn't matter uh, how wide and far and spread out you want to go. There's genre, any kind of genre, any any, matter. any era and there's tons of music out there and um that's a good way to get to know bands and give them your support. They've all got uh sites on there where you can join their mailing lists and, and find out when they're playing live. It's a good idea. Knock yourself out. Well said. Both of you guys, well said. All right. Well, Jerry, you got anything you want to add? Uh, yeah, I just love chatting music with you guys. As always, it's the JFJ Conspiracy, everybody. Uh, follow us on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. And uh, if you're a local band or depending on where you're at, send us send us some stuff at JFJShow uh, at Gmail. And uh, thanks for rocking, everybody. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Frank. Uh-huh. And uh, we've been doing this for several decades now. And- <laughs> Let's keep doing it, <laughs> even though we're not getting any older. No, we're not. No, <laughs> no we're not. <laughs> all right. Well, Absolutely we all not. Three, well, thank, we thank all you, guys. We made the same face. <laughs> That's it. We did. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. My, my body feels different, though. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, it does. A couple decades back. It does. <laughs> All right, well, if that's all we have for this week on the JFJ Conspiracy, I guess the shop is closed, huh? Take care, everybody. Love you guys. See you next time. God bless.